You are listening to DFPN, the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you'd like to advertise with us or have a great podcast idea that needs a home, please reach out to us at podcastdatfeeling at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your favorite podcasts. And always remember to question the answers. Go get it. That's, oh, yeah. that's all I'm saying. And he will be able to walk the streets again one day. Trust me. Like I mean, yeah. people are already people are already okay with the fact that this this is this is a young man who doesn't have a drop of Afro blood in him. Right. Saying the N word. Right, right, right. It's cool. You know, yeah, we just and, 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 and he's not just not just simply rapping and he's just saying it towards people yeah. in, a, in a hostile. You know, once I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, well, hey, man, this dude's going right. to do what he wants to do. 100%. He's going to make his money. Um, the ops are definitely happy about it. Yeah. If anybody goes to touch him, that's that's great as well, because sure. they'll love that even more. We can out them and, 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 and bury him in the ground. You know, it's, 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 it's what it's going to be, so... Absolutely, man. Well, look, so this is so jump into it. So this is how we go. <laughs> this is how we're going to kick off episode one of, of Lost in Translation. Okay. I am I am I am Mark, and my man is Malik Abdul Rahman. What is up? What is up? Hey man, we're 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 a couple of friends that uh that that started a journey before we met each other, but we met at the very beginning of those journeys, you know, yeah. in, another, in another country around the world, uh, in Japan. I say in Japan, even even though a lot of what we're going to wind up talking about is Tokyo, uh, we both actually started that journey on a small island. I really miss that island, too. I miss... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, oh, man, I think about it, it almost. <laughs> it do, you know, it's it, serenity. <laughs> being, able to, being able to see that water from anywhere... It's just nothing like it. You just can't, you can't, you can't forget it. I mean, it's, it's May 9th right now. And uh, we had snow this morning and I'm, I'm just like, you know, every time I, I get let down by the weather, I'm not a cold weather person. So every time I'm in this kind of environment and it's snowing, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I'm just like, ah, I start thinking about that because when I lived in Okinawa, you were at an airbase, Kadena airbase, if I'm correct. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And I was at a joint recreation facility. It wasn't even a base. We didn't even wear uniforms. Um, there's like a 12 or any, in any given point, there's 12 to 16 military people there, but mostly all Okinawans. And mm-hmm. it was a military beach resort. Right. And I mean, dude, it's like I open my, my door to the room I was staying in and I literally walk out into the sand and the mm-hmm. beach was like uh, about, about 50 yards away. It is, know, that, just, it, is, it is that experience <laughs> in the military that, was, that is only had by a few for a short time. Yeah, maybe like 0.5% of the military. But, but, but give me give me give me 3 to 5 minutes on Malik leading up to Okinawa just so people know but yeah. before we get, before we get to, before we get to Japan take 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 me start start me in in Texas. You know what I'm saying? And, and Texas. Get, get me to well, Japan. Well, I'll start you actually in Germany. I was okay. born in Germany. Okay. My my pops is in the Air Force. Um, you know, um, like a lot of for a lot of people, you know, um around around the country and around the world, even like the military is a uh, is 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 a way out for people. Um and it was mm-hmm. for him. He my family root is from Monroe, Louisiana, um, and Bastrop, Louisiana. It's my matriarchal side, uh my mother's side and uh man, you know, um yeah, I I grew up so I bounced between Louisiana 
in Texas growing up. I was born in Germany. My father was in the Air Force. Um, grew up in a pretty musical household. My brother was really heavy into, into uh, playing instruments, man. He played in bands in school, went to one of the best music schools in the country, which is actually right in the area that I grew up in, in North Dallas. Um, it's in a town called Denton. It's called the University of North Texas. And um, you know, he played drumline, was a, uh, you know, was a music major at the University of North Texas. And man, I just, you know, he kind of passed down a lot of stuff to me. So I start my introduction to music was through drumming. Mm. Um, I would say probably wouldn't be until like um, I was in high school. Now, at this point, I was kind of back and forth between Louisiana and Texas. I actually spent three years out of high school in Louisiana and moved back. My brother was starting to make beats. He always had drum machines and this and the third. But at that point, when I was a senior in high school, he was actually hitting up studios. He was, you know, he, he had like an MPC that he would use there. Um, he was like full on producing at that point. This is the mid 90s, you know, mid to late 90s, really. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's where my first introduction to beat making was like, oh, that's like how what it is that I listen to, you know, and how it gets made. I, didn't, right. I mean, it still was like it was like stepping into uh, the bridge of the Star Trek Enterprise, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't know what yeah, any yeah, button yeah, did, yeah. Um, but it was it was amazing. Put that in my back pocket, graduated high school, went overseas actually for about about, about four or five months. I was over in Sweden. And I had such a great time that I came back and I was just like, you know, and all of my, mind you, it's 1998. Mm-hmm. And my wisdom, I'm like, you know what? Well, my pops was in the Air Force and he lived in Germany for 12 years and we're not at war and I'm going to go ahead and jump into the, um, into the mm-hmm. Air Force too. And, and all my wisdom um, went ahead and did that, not knowing, like none of us do what, what life brings. And, um, you know, um, went to Guam. That was my first base. Uh, I was in Guam and then uh, I was in Guam for about two and a half years. And then I went to Okinawa. And when I was in Okinawa, that's where I determined that, I mean, when I was in Guam, that's where I determined I would make beats. Okinawa is where I first started buying my first equipment. And mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's that's, that's, how, that's in a how, nutshell. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I, think, I think I told you I, I spent a little bit of time in Guam too. But, but ah, no. But, we, uh, we yeah. There. Yeah. Yep. I got deployed to Guam once. Um, wow. Very interesting place. We can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what you can actually get for a dollar is interesting. Yeah. But, what about but, you, man? Because I, I, I forget certain things about your background, like what led you to Okinawa. For you know? sure, for sure. Uh, and I'm, I'm gonna say something now. I should have said in the beginning, man. This first episode uh, is being brought to you by DFPN, the That Feeling Podcast Network. You know what I mean? So shout out to the networking. And all the other great podcasts on it, you can stream it anywhere uh, you get podcasts. But um, my story, man, it starts in Detroit, Michigan, born and raised. Um, I was I was brought up on a heavy diet of um, well, I was born in, in, into a place they call the the, uh, the Herman Gardens, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a, a West Side West Side projects. Um, they don't have so many projects in Detroit anymore. Um, a lot of them got knocked down, right? Yeah, a lot of them got knocked down and just replaced with Section Eight housing. Um, yeah, but, uh, was that near Conan Gardens? Um, no, nah, different side of town. Different, uh, different side okay. of town. Got it. There, got there's got the it. Brewsters, the Conan, the Herman Gardens. There's this a lot, a lot, and so um, and was oddly enough, the way it was explained to me was that it was a good thing. You know what mm. I mean? 
was, you know, when they first came online, you know, when you was, mm. poor, you know what I mean? They gave you a, a cheap place to go live and, you know, and then towards the end, they gave subsidy to, uh, to get out of there and, and for people to buy, mm. to buy their first homes, which is exactly what happened to my grandmother. But, mm. uh, mm. so yeah, man, uh, uh, born, uh, directly across the street from Motown. Uh, oh, wow. Literally, you wow. can stand in front of Motown and see the hospital I was born in. And, wow. uh, and, and so, and so grew up in Detroit, man, on a steady diet of music, music, music was everywhere all of the time. Obviously, I imagine I, it is though. I, I mean, I'm, 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 this is absolutely hindsight being 2020, right? I mean, you just know what you know. You just, you mm. just, you just know what you know, man. People like Smokey Robinson and, and, and Stevie Wonder and, and, you know, it, you know, you know, the Jacksons and all of that, um, their names, likenesses. You know, all of these things were in my face at all times. Um, mm. I didn't, I didn't, and it, it, it was normal for me for that to be Motown, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm. So I grew up on a steady diet of Motown and everything that was inspired by Motown. So, mm. so, so uh, on my radio, um, you know, it, even to this day in Detroit, um, the new, you know, Young Thug song will come on, and right after it, Luther Vandross will come on. That's how crazy Detroit radio is. Like, <laughs> it always has been. Like it really, yep. it, it, it always has. It, it and 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 that brings me to my next point about Detroit is because it because of the location of it. Um, you know, when we get into hip hop, as I started to get older, um, I got a steady diet of it all. There's this there was. Mm. I got just as much West Coast and down South, which we just call booty music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and it wasn't meant as a derogatory term. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's like strip right? club music. Yeah, it was just yeah. like music that the girls would make their hips move like we liked it to. So when we had our little school parties, we couldn't wait for that music because that was the music that was going to make the girls move the way we like for them to move. So shout out to... Uh, mm to uh you know the 69 boys and you know what i mean just all the all the all the groups <laughs> mm-hmm. South, exactly wow. exactly yeah yeah, yeah so yeah so, um, so so yeah man so so grew up on that stuff poor kid man i didn't have a whole lot man but moms made sure we we, we had what we needed you dig and uh and uh had a little girlfriend in high school that i thought i wanted to marry and uh, my, my my dad and my grandfather was in my ear talking about the air force but i wasn't listening to him and uh mm. And, uh, and I was graduating. She was a year behind me. And so um, I, I had really poor grades in high school. And so I, I didn't have any, any kind of college coming to me or anything like that. And uh, mm. I really just wanted to work at uh, the furniture store with my boy Derek and maybe get a little piece of car or something. And uh, mm. maybe an apartment just so my girlfriend could come over. That, mm. was, that, that was my high school graduation thoughts. You know, mm. uh, and her and I got to talking, and uh, and I remember my dad and granddad talking about the military. So I opened up the, the yellow pages, and uh, and I called I called all of them. And the only mm. reason why the only reason I, why I wound up joining the Air Force was because he was the only one that could come see me that day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he was like, <laughs> I had meetings, I had meetings with everybody, but he was like, man, I hop in my car and come to you right now. What's your address? And he came wow. and, he, and he drove where I was and took me out to the mall and we talked and uh, he looked clean enough to me. You know what I mean? And, and, mm. and uh, mm. to be honest, the one that, that excited me the most was the Marines. The Marines had the, the best pitch. 
you know. Yo, so that's the, uh, I almost joined the Marines, so my father was like, hell no. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to happen. It's not, right. not going to happen. You know? I, yeah. I, I, I would have, only, only, it's just that the Air Force hopped in the car and came to see me right then. And so and I think so, there's something I think there's something to be said about uh yeah and this is a conversation I think for a different time but you know mm-hmm. something about young men yeah um from our economic circumstance um something that's a, that 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 was I think attractive about the marines you know one they 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 recruit heavily from communities like ours mm-hmm. you know um but yeah yeah it's, it's maybe wild, that's why he wasn't maybe that's why he wasn't um as proactive about coming mm. to see me, you know what I mean? Mm. Because what didn't I have a, what, didn't what have I, a quota to make, right? What I will find <laughs> out was what I will come to find out was, which I didn't know at the time. So this is no not bigging me up. Was that you needed a higher test score um, for the Air Force? Exactly. Un- like you need you needed a higher ASVAB score, and this is not. And, and, and when I say higher, I don't mean like a couple points higher. No, I it's mean, like I a do, twenty point spread. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a pretty. Yeah. It's a pretty large spread, so uh, even I didn't know at the time when he told me if I would, you know, like I said, I didn't do great in school, you know. But, yeah. uh, but what happened was was um, uh, I did do really well. I did I did extremely well on the mechanical part. Uh, mm. uh, you no, know, you know, I was I was pretty mechanically inclined, and uh, so I did very very well. I think it's like a three or four part, three or four yeah. part test on the math part. I ain't really do well at all, but but I did I did so well on the mechanical part and on the, 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 some other part that it, it overrode everything else. And I, and I wound up mm. getting a deep score. And so, uh, but anyways, we talking, we talking 94. So, so, mm. uh, I called those people in June in August, man, mm. I was in San Antonio. You know wow. what I'm Yeah. And, 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 uh, and went from, went from, went from, went from San Antonio to uh, spend a couple of years in Oklahoma, spent about five years in Delaware, where I was I was married to a young lady who also was in the military, and then we wound up getting joint orders to uh, mm. to Japan, to Okinawa. I was trying to go to Turkey. I was trying to go wow. to Turkey, or um, it was one other one. It was it was Turkey, and I, I want to say Germany. So I was like, trying to go to Germany, Germany too. Actually, I wanted to go back to where I was born, and you know? we and we could have like three choices. And I think yeah. Okinawa was third because on my way to do it, somebody was like, you should choose Okinawa or I was like, whatever, man. So I just put it, I just, <laughs> I, and I just, I just put it down, man. And uh, my guy, my guy, Kurt, man, uh, rest in peace, man. You know what I'm saying? He worked in the, in the, in the, in the, in the uh, what they call it, the place where they do all the business, like an administrative center. Oh, the MPF. Uh, yeah. The MPF. Yeah, worked, Military okay. personnel flight. He called me personally and was like, "Man, you just got these orders. You ain't you ain't taking them, right?" And I was like, "Man, hell no!" But see, the the, the quick story with that <laughs> is is we had a rap crew. We had a crew in Delaware, and mm. and so I, I was just gonna get out and just stay in Delaware and keep making music with them. But uh, my wife at the time mm. was like, she was like, "Look, all them guys you working with, which one of them would would, would, would turn down an opportunity to travel the world to make music with you?" And I was like, "None." She said, "See." She said, you should, mm. you know, mm. and, so, uh, and I was, and I was still really young. I'm like 23 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like at yeah. the time. So yeah. I was like, bump it. I go over there for a few years and come back. I still be young, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, and, and then, uh, yep, and, then, and, then, and then wound up, wound up in, uh, Okinawa, man. Yep. So uh, that's how I got there. There we go. And, um, 
Okay. You'll see this. You'll see this pause when you're editing. It, it's going to cut you off at 40 minutes. Oh, really? I do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Zoom would zoom. Would, sometimes it does. It did, hasn't been doing that for me. My wife says that it does, but it hasn't been doing that for me. So okay. let's, let's I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I'm watching it. I'm definitely. Okay. Or it should tell me. But that, but yeah. that, but that, that, that brings us to what this, uh, this first episode is is going to be about, which are, which are misconceptions. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. the, the 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 tied knots that that you have to untie to start tying a new knot. You know, and uh and uh, so so I'll start with you, man. As, as it concerns going to Japan, uh, just in general. Uh, what had you known and understood about Japan before you arrived? Um, what had I known? Um, I, I, I think it's best to answer for me to answer it in two parts, actually. It's what I, so I like to kind of go into the misconceptions as well, I think, because they both feed each other. Okay. And I'll start with a misconception, actually, which will lead into what it was that I knew. What I didn't know was that Okinawa was not a part of Japan. Mm. You know, it, it, it is a part of Japan. It is the poorest prefecture or state within Japan. What I didn't know was that historically, it's not Japanese, actually. Mm-hmm. They were, there was a subjugated, uh, you know, as a population there. Um, they are kind of a mixture in some ways of a, of a few different places that are nearby, but they're not actually straight on Japanese. And whenever you go anywhere within Okinawa, like municipal buildings, especially like they'll have the Okinawan flag flying right next to the Japanese flag. You for know, sure. They call like, themselves Okinawan for sure. Yeah, exactly. 100%, 100%. And, uh, I have, you know, have had many Japanese friends who they've even, 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 I've even witnessed it, you know, um, had kind of points of contention with people who are Okinawan when they would be in Okinawa. Like, ah, I feel like they kind of treat me a little bit different. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, that's really interesting. So I didn't know that. What I did know about Japan was I knew quite a bit about, at that point, I knew quite a bit about Japanese hip hop um, because Guam is kind of like Hawaii of, of, uh, of, 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 on a tourist level, at least, of, of Japan. You have a lot of people, you call, used to call like, uh, I think I saw it written before, um, which is problematic in, in and of itself, given like this World War II history, but, you know, um, Guam is kind of like the little Waikiki for Japan. It's only like a three-hour flight from uh, from Tokyo. You can get to Guam pretty easy. It's a tropical island. All these Japanese, you know, Japanese people were flooding there while I was there at the same time. I was kind of befriending different people, and I I, I met somebody who uh, they ended up. Yeah, you know, I could tell that they were into hip hop, and they they started sending me music from Japan. And when they came back to visit again to Guam, they had came with like a couple of CDs. And a mi- couple of mixtapes. And at the same time, I'm also getting really into the idea of me making music. So it just kind of added up. I'm like, I'm going to move to Japan. I'm going to make beats. So I learned about Japanese hip hop. I knew about anime, like um, to, to a certain extent, actually. I wasn't, I'm not an avid anime watcher or, avid, or, or an avid gamer, but I used to when I was young. In middle school age, I would collect anime and Japanese video games, actually. I figured out how to take apart my Super Nintendo or do a little modification on it so I could play Japanese games. So I was in some ways kind of like a, like a Japanophile, you know, I guess if that's the word for it. Like I was in some ways actually into it, you know, being there. But I was into like the popular aspects of the culture. Uh, and that was what kind of 
let me know about some of the other um, more subtle aspects of the culture that aren't, you know, um, really popularized and whatnot. So I knew, but it, that again, that's all surface, very much so surface. So that's kind of where I was at when I showed up in Okinawa. Um, well, for me, <laughs> what about you? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I, I, I knew, I knew that in Karate Kid too. Um, Mr. Miyagi, who was from Okinawa, uh, took yes, Daniel, I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. To, 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 to Daniel's son to Okinawa, <laughs> and what I <laughs> and he got his ass kicked. He got his ass kicked, <laughs> and uh, so my so I thought that we were going to land in the middle of rice fields. Oh man! And, and people wearing them big hats, and um, and then I got what they called a sponsor package. Maybe two weeks before we I left America from mm. somebody at the base and the first thing they started talking about was this beautiful blue water right like that, mm. was, that was the first thing they started talking about and and um how great it was and and they were telling me how the experience was going to be different number one because um the government puts a significant a, a significant amount of money into their overseas bases uh than they yeah. do you know, I had been to a few bases in in America, and 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 military bases in general are not impressive places to be. Like, no, and, no. Uh, you know, architecturally, like they're not impressive places to be. Straight utilitarian, man. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> everything is where it, should, where it has to be, and that's it. And you just understand that's what it is. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of that. There's, there's a lot of that uh, uh, overseas too, but this it's got bells and whistles attached to it. So, yeah, yeah, because you got to be stuck there for like yeah. uh, two to three years. Well, and even at the time, I didn't even I didn't know that that's why, you know, I was just told that, you know, because I, I had always, want, for instance, I had always wanted mm. to get braces on my teeth. Like, like, mm. like the biggest thing is my teeth was messed up a lot of my life. And I was told that once I got overseas, I'd be able to get braces because that's where uh. all of the all of the orthodontic, the orthodontics doctors were in the military and as soon as I landed, I, I got yeah, braces. I did not. I did not even know that. I wore wow. braces. I wore braces uh, for three and a half years. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. You know when you yep. came to you came yep. to your when, co- first, when you moved to when I first got to there. Yeah. 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 They okay, came, okay. came off soon after. So, but anyways, um, so yeah, I didn't know anything, and then uh. <laughs> I hit the ground and and uh, yeah, so so I'm 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 gonna leave it there as far as like mis, well, mis, misconceptions. Well, I'll say I will say that you had the exact opposite experience or expectation and experience than what I had. Mm-hmm. So what I had was I thought that I was going to be. Um, I knew that I knew that um, it was a it was a small military detachment. I I was I remember I was disappointed. When I got the mm-hmm. orders, and then somebody's like, no, you don't understand. This is like, nobody ever gets these orders. I don't even know how you got these orders. Mm-hmm. This is around 9-11 time frame. And they're like, this is like dream. You, you got to take this. Take these mm-hmm. orders. I, want, I wanted to stay in Guam. Man. Um, yeah, so I, I, I landed in Naha, in the main town at the very bottom, at the south of uh, the island. It's mm-hmm. the main city, the big city. Um, and we drove through. You know, we're driving in the southern part of, of Okinawa. It's nothing but chain link fences because there's installations everywhere, military right. installations everywhere. But then we hit a certain point where we, once we hit the, uh, the expressway, we are just gone. Mm-hmm. And 
it took us like two hours. Once we hit that point to get to where I was going to be living at, we were out there. It was like, that was all, it was all rice paddies. You know, 90 year old women. Yeah, was once like, you get out so far, there's nothing. No, I, no, I definitely got that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kept seeing like 90 year old. It's like the old, old right. like women in their 80s and 90s. You know, I kept seeing like right. these uh, round things popping up and down and they're in the rice paddies, working the rice paddies with straw hats. And I was like, whoa. Now, that's like, the Okinawa whoa. that I thought I was going to see when I got there. <laughs> <laughs> I got the, Del- like, the Danielson experience yeah, for real, for real. Exactly. You know Cause I landed, I landed on base. You know what I'm saying? Like I landed, uh, oh, I landed wow. on Kadena. Oh, I landed, whoa, I landed, yeah. I landed. I, we, we took the world flight out of, uh, out of Seattle. By, by the way, world flight is like the, uh, if you're, if you're PCSing or having a permanent change of station within the military, you, and you're going overseas, um, you're going to fly world flight, which is a, uh, the military, uh, uses this, uh, it's like an airline, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the most bare basic of airlines and it's for military right. people traveling, um, overseas. On the biggest airplane, on the biggest <laughs> passenger airplane I've ever sat in. What you, you, you have, the two layer, the two level? It's, it's, it's not just the rows across, like the four rows across. You know oh I mean? yeah, yeah. Like it's left. freaking huge, huge. <laughs> like there's a there's like the the left side of the plane. I, I guess there's probably four seats, and then the middle comprises of like eight seats across. Yeah, and then all yeah. the way to the right, there's another. You know what I mean? And you got yeah. that front all the way to the back. I mean, just an enormous amount of people that they squeeze <laughs> on these things because most people when they come to when they travel to that part of the world, they're they're on that plane. So they, they mm. a lot of people. It's 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 a really impressive thing that they do, man. But 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 uh, but I we should I, we should probably leave it there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. you know what I mean. You know that 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 gets us there. That gets us on the ground. And then when we come back, when we come back next week, we're gonna get into uh, the U.S. superiority complex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be yeah. Talking to that's talking gonna to. Be. to Learning how to be a foreigner when everybody else, when everybody else was a foreigner to you your whole life, and now you're the foreigner. Oh man, that no, that that was uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, very much looking forward yeah. to to, uh, to to jumping into that. So I appreciate right. you, my guy, man. Follow follow us on on IG, man. You can follow me at uh, at mrk underscore sx, and my man. Yeah, not not as simple as yours. It's Malik Abdul Rahman. It's M-A-L-I-K-A-B-D-U-L-R-A-H-M-A-A-N, two A's. Malik Abdurrahman, you can find me on IG that way. No doubt. And if, you, and if you guys want to, man, just stop by, ask questions, make comments, like this, um, tell us what you might want to hear about. Um, one thing that we would love to do is to clear up any misconceptions about, about this journey and uh, shout out to, to 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 grown man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a group of really, a really uh, good friends. I'm glad to say that they're friends of mine now. You know what I'm saying? My guy, yeah. my guy, uh, it's Bronx, who I've uh, been friends with for years here in Atlanta. You know what I mean? For a long time since. And, and my man Los, my man Baltimore Sun, my guy D, wow. Ashton, uh, Yoke, uh, uh, yeah. Q. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so shout out shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to the people of Japan. Um, we mean no harm. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? we, we, we mean we mean no harm. There's, there's, and, there's nothing uh, I there's believe nothing wrong. We're, we're just we're just like retreading over old ground, old mistakes. 
old triumphs too, though. You know, old Absolutely. triumphs too. But it's Absolutely. important to put. We thought to hear from so. y'all too. We thought to hear from y'all. Yeah. So most definitely, most. All of us, man, and we'll see y'all next time. I know. Peace.